Get down on your knees and tell me you love me. On your knees? I love you. <laughs> you gotta do better than that. I love you. Maybe I'm off my hinges, but I believe you. That's why I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna give you to the count of three to get your lousy, lying, low-down, four-flushing carcass out my door. One, two. I wanna take things slow, put my mind in cruise control. Down, never lost. Down, all of us. Give me a run for my money. There is nobody, no one to help run me. Another one, my Give me a run for my money. He <laughs> was really trying hard to sing just now. <laughs> I try my hardest, man. It's, it's. I wish that was a superpower that I had. I wish I could sing, man. If I could sing, I'd be so. I'd be because I'm passionate. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like if you add my passion to a good voice, like to some good singing, you know what I'm saying? I'll be. I'll be rich. How are you right going to declare yourself passionate? Because <laughs> I know what I am. I, I did it. Can somebody do that? <laughs> yeah, you could declare a, a personality trait. As long as you know that deeply about yourself, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm passionate. <laughs> That's what I be trying to tell people. <laughs> I be trying to tell people I'm passionate, man. That's how you introduce yourself in um, school when they go around. <laughs> First day. You got to do the Hi, icebreakers. Hi, my name is Dev Cruz. I'm passionate. <laughs> Next. Say, say, the, say your first name is something you are. <laughs> With a movement. <laughs> A little icebreaker, Jones. But no, man, and I and I gotta I gotta clear it up because I I made a mistake and I told Dave before the show, but this is actually episode twenty six. Last episode was episode twenty five. Some some controllers might have caught that, and I apologize. You guys are more on top of it than Stupid. me. Stupid. All right, I do apologize, but this is actually episode twenty six, and this is a special episode because I love you. This is our Valentine's right, this is the Day. Perfect- Episode to be passionate. This is because <laughs> today's the day of passion. It's Valentine's it's passion Day. Right? day. We releasing the episode early just for y'all on Sunday, so you can listen to it with your with your boyfriend or girlfriend or um your old earth, your whole earth, the love of your life, your um encantar. <laughs> How you say your love? Queen or king? How you say love in Spanish? Or non gender binary uh ruler? <laughs> What's a non gendered? Thing for king or queen, um, messiah. Your royal court. <laughs> Your black messiah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shouts out. 
But everybody, you hugging up on your Messiah right now, listening to the soothing voices of Dev and Dave Cruz on the Cruise Control. And this is episode 26, our special Valentine's Day episode. We thank you guys for listening in on another funny episode. We got a lot to get to today. Um, uh, Let's start out by saying what? on Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. we love everybody listening. And that's a it. real genuine love. And But that's it, though. That's right. If you're not listening, suck it. Yeah. Suck our nuts. Suck it. <laughs> we don't love you. We don't love none of y'all. Oh, no. I, wait. Let me rephrase that. I love the people who are listening in. But other than that, forget Rest y'all, man. Rest in peace, Martin Luther King. <laughs> and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Exactly. Those, those are the people who we love the most. And, and they're not listening, but we still love them. Exactly. Because they're listening down from heaven. But like we do every episode, Dave, we got to start off with our top five from last week. Ain't nothing different on Valentine's Day. We got to make sure we bring it in and and bring it correct. And I didn't put a list up this week. And I apologize again. This is my fault. All right. We recording early. We want to release it on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I I worked this week. You know that. We got some votes, though. I apologize. But we did get some votes. And a winner, we decided a winner was declared this week. And I feel like you knew it, too. <laughs> no, I feel like if like I would have... I feel like if I would have put it on social media, I would have got a few more votes. Yeah, like like one. <laughs> Excuse me? It would have been... You do one burp an episode, man. <laughs> we just had wings, man. Come on, man. Excuse me? If we... If, I would have got a few votes because I do feel like I had really dumb... Like... A toast of a a, a a a cheese sandwich. You had the Mother Mary and a, and a cheese sandwich. Like mm-hmm. that's corny. You know what I mean? I think where I went wrong was I. You know I put Beyonce's name on a list, and maybe I was being. Wait, who had the cheese sandwich? I did. I had the Virgin Mary grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, okay. So you saying you trash because of that? No, I'm saying no. I'm saying that that was like a good one. That was a dumb. You no, know, like, that was that was terrible. No, I think I messed up. Like I said with Beyonce, Be- people love Beyonce. I shouldn't have put her on there. Yo, my Jones was fire, dude. The imaginary friend. Celine was Dion good. bought a two million dollar humidifier. That's because that. Come on, Dad. That resonates with you, because without your humidifier, you're nothing. <laughs> Come on, though. That's exorbitant. <laughs> Whoa! What, what was that word? Exorb. Exorb. I. I Ex- exorbitant. Exorb. Skip it. <laughs> Next question. I, I'm just trying to learn vocabulary. Exorbitant. Exorbitant. What that's is the, that? That's, that's a gum? Pronunciation. No. <laughs> that's not a no gum from Wawa? No. What is exorbitant? Like extra. Excess. Why don't people just say extra? <laughs> Why they got to come up with a 10-letter well, word for an essay? Because people like using <laughs> more words than the 17 that you know, dum-dum. I, I, it just gets me mad. But it's listen, like, I love you. If I... <laughs> It's Valentine's it's Day, all, so I'm only spreading love. It's, it's all the love. Brooklyn way. But let's 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 keep it real though, and I wanna I wanna I wanna say this real quick. Why create those extra words when you can just say extra? Right? Why create those exorbitant words if you could just say the word extra? I don't understand. What's Yo- crazy is extra is a chewing gum as well. <laughs> <laughs> all these gums. <laughs> Gum got every name, <laughs> but I just don't understand. I, I I need somebody to explain it to me. The only uh, way I can exp- I can explain it is people made it because when a teacher or a professor is like, "Yo, we need a thousand word essay," instead of saying extra, you could use exorbitant and take off like t- thirty seven letters right there off rip. That's the only way I could say that people use words like that because there's no reason to like it doesn't it doesn't do anything. There's definitely reason. For what? Like you're talking to me, your your little brother. What is exorbitant gonna make me think about you? Like, yo, this boy is a genius. Like, 
All right. used exorbitants. So for people that use um, more than just like the little front part of their brain, <laughs> the first half inch, right? Okay. There are certain words that don't fully convey what you're trying to say. So while yes, extra may sort of kind of get to what you're trying to say, when you create other words, what they do is they allow you to be more precise in what you're trying to say, the message you're trying to convey. So exorbitant has like a amount to it where extra is more is a more broad term right like i got i'm being extra or that's extra paper it's more general exorbitant means like it's excess and it's like a clear cut like over amount of what you need and that's just as off the top i mean (laughs) you can can attest i ain't got no dictionary in front of me nothing jesus this boy with you the swords I mean? over here. I'm passionate. He's <laughs> passionate about his words. <laughs> Do you say those big words when you're talking like with your girl or something like that? Yes. On Valentine's Day, are you going to be like, babe, you look exorbitantly beautiful right now? I do. I've said that already. That's how tough I am. I'm passionate. <laughs> when you write her your, your love letters, do you say... It's, it's just exorbitant <laughs> 10 times down the... <laughs> The card. Did you do an acrostic exorbitant puzzle, John? <laughs> e is for everything. I got it branded into my um my leg. The word exorbitant. You gonna live and die. You gonna live on that exorbitant hill, huh? I don't know, man. I'm gonna keep saying extra. I, I guess I learned. That's not even the point of this. I won the top five. <laughs> yeah, Dave did with the oh top five. Oh my gosh. I'm undefeated <laughs> I, in 2021. You might as well quit giving your top five. I, I gotta just keep, say all mine. No, 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 no. Just this, be like, take my top five. I'm trash. <laughs> this, this week, right here, we I'm not going to reveal what we're talking about for our special Valentine's Day episode. Mm, but, I wonder what it'll have to do with it. <laughs> Stupid. Our top five Valentine's Day words. <laughs> top five hate songs. <laughs> We could do movies. We could do um, um, top five relationships of all time. I don't know. Top five physical afflictions. <laughs> Leprosy coming in at number five. <laughs> Polio at three. <laughs> but no, um, we got a top five coming up, and I believe that I will. I will at least give you a. I would. I w- I'm gonna make this one. Uh, more competitive this week, you know. I, I've been reading the comments, you know. The what Dave has let me know, you know how people been feeling, and I and I'm coming, I'm coming correct this week because I wanna, I wanna give y'all, I wanna give Dave a run for his money. I wanna, I want, I made sure this list right here that I got is ready. But before we get into any of that stuff, Dave, as we do every week, we gotta break down the craziness and the funkiness and the wildness that happened this week. And there was a lot, there was a lot that happened this week. But I think the biggest I think the biggest news that happened this week was, and not Dave, you might have heard about this, but the Gorilla Glue scandal. Did you hear about this? Did you, scandal. Um, how do you, how would you how would you say it? Fiasco. Mm. Lupe. Fiasco. <laughs> the Gorilla Glue fiasco. I did hear about this. How crazy was this story? Man? <sighs> Poor girl. I love her. Poor girl. <laughs> On Valentine's Day, I'm sending love. <laughs> Poor Tessica. This girl, Tessica Brown, gorilla grewed her hair for more than a month. She's, I, I don't think y'all understand what I mean when I say this. Girl, she put gorilla glue in her hair 
for what? What was it for again? To keep her hair down or something like that? What was the, what was the, what was the point of what of what she did? Um, there's a video right here about it. Yeah, she she um I, I believe it was something that either it was a dare or it was like somebody put online they like almost like um a challenge like use gorilla glue to hair to hold down your uh hairstyle or whatever so right. she used a massive amount of gorilla glue spray version spray can version to style her hair and then it went down nice and flat <laughs> but it didn't come back up and for those of you who don't know gorilla glue is made from uh, pure gorilla strength <laughs> No, it's a super strong glue. It's called Gorilla Glue because it has the strength of 10,000 gorillas is in terms of holding can, stuff. Is that what the can says? Yeah. Like, I put... Um, <laughs> I'm, gonna say crazy. I'm not going to say what to say. It's the cruise control, baby. Go ahead and be exorbitant. No, no, because you're just going to be like, oh, I, can't, I can't align with that. Our star- I'm staying away from that. Our stars don't align. Uh, who, prayers up. I can't say that. That's all you say every episode. Dude, I'm just trying Mr. to. Mr. Don't want to get in hot water. Politically correct. Exorbitant face. But we, the Dave, we we maybe she just actually I think she might have just used it. Like maybe she was uh she was putting a wig on. She was just like I just need something to hold my hair. I don't got no hairspray. Yeah, that's what it was. It was that she put a she was putting for her wig. So she hold her wig down. She put gorilla glue. Cause I'm not I'm not really up to date with like wigs and stuff like that. Like I'm not a wigiologist, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure. She was putting her wig on, and to, in order to keep her wig on and to keep it down, she put Gorilla Glue in her hair. The Gorilla Glue got was up and it was stuck. <laughs> the Gorilla Glue got stuck in her hair, obviously. Yeah, her name is Tessica. And she had to go get a surgery. So what ended up happening was um, Tessica went to Beverly Hills plastic surgeon Michael Obeng, who is a Nigerian... Uh, Prince. <laughs> He's and I donated 50 cents to him. <laughs> I gave him my my checking account and a number to fix his, <laughs> fix a village, but uh, as they uh, as the um, the article says, Tessica went to Beverly Hills plastic surgeon Michael Obang and he offered to perform the surgery of um, for free and for cheeks. <laughs> it's a twelve thousand five hundred dollar procedure. First of all, how do you price out a gorilla glue uh, extraction? <laughs> Yeah, I, I do. I do. It says I question twelve thousand five hundred dollar procedure for free. So when he was setting his practice up, he was like, "Hmm, well, let's add, <laughs> let's add gorilla glue removal. <clears throat> Approximately twelve thousand five hundred <laughs> labor and materials." I just, I, Yo, Doctor Michael Obang is crazy. He got the craziest menu. Yo, he got the Cheesecake Factory menu of uh, doctors' offices. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> He got everything. Whatever you do, if you if you um staple your balls to your leg or something like that, like I don't know why you take a needle out your eye. <laughs> you know when people cross their heart, hope to die, stick a needle in their eye. That's so corny. He removes that. If Seven you, grand. If you step on the crack and accidentally break your mama's back, he will fix your mama's back. Is that what you wanted? You seventeen wanted, five. You wanted a, you wanted a bad joke for me, dude. Is that how you? Is that how we doing this now? There's pe- listen right here. Listen close. What? There's people laughing in their cars right now. Listen to this. What's they laughs? laughs? 
People yeah. thought that was funny. Somebody thought that was funny. Yeah. Plus, I love y'all. <laughs> but the, the dude, um, the doctor actually made um, something. He made like a solution for it. Like mm-hmm. that's why. That's why it's kind of getting a. Uh, Getting some Yeah, uh, he used that purple flower from uh, Wakanda. <laughs> that gives the Black Panther's powers. No, it takes away his power. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he combined um adhesive remover, aloe vera, olive oil, and a dash of uh acetone. And that was his that was his uh his recipe. Could have got it out with some Vicks. <laughs> Yo. If, if Puerto Rican John did this, grandma would have took some Vicks, got it right out. <laughs> Punched the Vicks in your face. <laughs> Grandma would have gave you a puño of Vicks and would have got that right off. But then, um, uh, you just gonna keep reading the article? Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm just trying to go through it to say, so people can say that she she's okay now, yeah, man. Get me out of this bell thing. <laughs> What's but, your thoughts, dude? Would you date Tessica? Yes or no? Look at her. Is she a baddie or not? This is the Valentine's Day episode. Is that where we're going? Yes. With this? Yes. Go down to her picture. All right. Let me see. Now look. You see how she got. No, two she, piercings. Nah, the piercing. One above her lip. That's called a Monroe. <laughs> and what's the? It, it's like it mimics the uh, Marilyn Monroe. The birthmark of Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, the the little birthmark she got. And what's the one above her nose called? Nose <laughs> piercing. <laughs> one above nose. <laughs> to mimic what? <laughs> the one above your nose. Nah, you man. go to the Pearson Pagoda and you be like, let me get a one above nose. <laughs> they be like, yo, you want the Tessica Brown? <laughs> wasn't that the wasn't the Tessica the thing in uh in the Avengers? <laughs> right? Loki stole the Tessica. <laughs> and then the Tessica ended up being the, the space stone. <laughs> would you date her though? You single? Nah. If you saw her on Hinge, no. You would you would swipe left on Tessica? Yeah. Yeah. Why? She, her, it's too dark around her eyes. Wow! She, she got, she like a, on Black History Month, this is what you're doing. <laughs> she got she like a raccoon eyes. Wow! Racist <laughs> alert! Racist alert! Racist alert! Because it's too black around her eyes. Mm. She got the raccoon eyes. I don't. I don't know. True. True. Let's move on to the next topic. How was um storming the Capitol last <laughs> month for you? <laughs> Racist. Come on, man. I, I, just I see you got this Confederate flag do rag on today. Just because, just because, yo, just imagine they made a Confederate flag do rag. I know, right? Why would you even make that product? No white is wearing a do rag, yeah. except for except for uh, like rappers or something like them boys that. But they wouldn't. That, they wouldn't be in the Confederacy. They want to be down with the brown. They could be though. But nah, man, that, this is so her eyes is too dark around it. You the you listen, man, Tessica. What what about you? you? What about you? Hmm? What about you? Since you putting this on me, it's all no. love. No, why? Because I don't know her. <laughs> that, you're gonna say something real stupid. I don't know her. <laughs> but we're not. I don't. We're not talking about knowing her. You're just off looks. Like just look at her. You said if I saw her on tw- on uh, fa- on Facebook, on Tinder, or something like that. Mm-hmm. If you saw this girl on Bumble or Hinge, mm-hmm. you don't know any of them. I ain't got Hinge. <laughs> Come on, Dave. The 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 she she got the raccoon eyes. She got shoe polish around her eyes. I don't know what else you want me to say. Right, Dev, she's a baddie, and you should date her. <laughs> What's her at? At, at the Tesseract. <laughs> TessicaTesseracts.com. <laughs> Look at this. Look at her face. She's scared, in this bro. She needs you to hold her. No. 
What she is, want you to gorilla glue yourself to her body, dude. <laughs> is this what you're gonna do? Every topic we bring up, you gonna want me to date one of the people off this topic? Listen, <laughs> walk right in that, walk right in that uh, surgery room, Dad. I got you, look as you got me. <laughs> I'm like Tessica. I love you. <laughs> Come on, man. What else we got? You know who I would date, though. Who? I know you see. I know you see the article right here. Ooh. You brought this to my attention right here. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Read the other like names. Boys, 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 boys. Read the other names, man. Britney Spears. You would date Britney Spears? Up there. Yeah. Wow. Simply because she is white. Read the next name. I would date a white woman. Read the next name. Janet Jackson. I would date Janet Jackson. <laughs> yeah, like. you want the NAACP Image Award? <laughs> Who's that? Who was that white lady that faked being black for like ten years? Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> Rachel Dolezal, whatever they call, it, whatever her name Yo. is. She a clown, and I'm not Rachel Dolezard. I'm I'm Dev Cruz, and I would I, I mess with Janet Jackson and Britney Spears on on, on a on a on a, on a spiritual level. You know what I'm saying? They both they both pretty girls. You What's know your what favorite Britney Spears song? Um, Circus. How'd that go? Um, all eyes on me in the center of a ring, just like the circus. <laughs> when I crack that whip, everybody goes just like Yo, Confederacy. What? You gonna crack that whip? Just because, just because on the center of a black back? That's what you just said. The name this name of the song is Circus. Circus people got the whip for the lions. You know what nah, I'm saying? that's racist. I, and I just peep how racist that song is. How? In the center of the ring, just like a circus? They used to make Mandingos fight in the center of the ring. Dev, you never saw 12 Years a Slave? What is wrong or with Django? you, Or Django? That song is racist, man. How many koofies you got in your head? This is It's Black History Month. And that, that right there is a Confederacy song, dude. What about Janet Jackson? What about her? She she's she, bleaching. She a bet? No, she not. Look at her face, man. She she did get work done. Like her brother, she went. They went to the same surgeon, Doctor Michael Obang. <laughs> I will fix that nose. Twenty two thousand nine hundred. <laughs> I will bleach your skin, Michael. <laughs> I thought your favorite Britney Spears song was stronger. How'd that go? Cause I'm stronger than yesterday. That's your favorite song I see now. You know all the words. You know all the words to it. Yeah, I ain't gonna talk about our top five, but <laughs> <laughs> it is Valentine's Day, and it might be on there. Come on, man, we gotta skip off the topic. What happened? All with right, Justin? listen, you Justin Timberlake. Uh, listen, our favorite dancing white man. Not my favorite because it's Black History Month. <laughs> All right. My favorite dancing man is Usher. No, we said you said dancing white man, and then said not this month because it's but that's next month in March <laughs> during Easter. <laughs> um, Justin Timberlake says he's remorseful over the unkind things he said about Britney Spears after their breakup. Why? What is this? <laughs> and while he was at it, he also sent an apology to the Queen herself, Janet Jackson. Justin posted an apology online, which reads, "I specifically want to apologize." To Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually, because I care for and respect these women, and I know I failed. And apparently, he felt like he had to give this apology because of messages that he was receiving online. Right. Because Britney Spears, there was a documentary done on her. Uh-huh. And it was detailing, like, her life, her fame, how she grew to stardom, and then also what she dealt with in terms of depression, 
and being like overworked as like a child star, teen star into adulthood. She was overworked too, and she was sexualized like at a young age, right? How old was she when she did a that uh that one song that, that circus? Her, no, no, the very that the very first song that she's that she got famous off of, where she was like in the schoolgirl outfit. You know what I'm talking about? Hit me, uh, baby, one more time. How yeah. old was she when she did that? Um, young. <laughs> I'm glad you- I would say I would venture to say young. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't have my Britney Spears encyclopedia sitting <laughs> right in front of me. Yeah, but I'm gonna say maybe 17, yeah. 16, 17, 18, around there. Yeah, that's between 16 and 29. That's very, that's extra young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's very young. And I agree with her that she was exorbitantly going through, young. Ex- I was thinking of the word, but I forgot. <laughs> Yo, your brain, <laughs> your brain is so minuscule you couldn't even remember the joke you was trying to say. Extra young, <laughs> a lot young. Wow, uncanny. Overly young, <laughs> but no, but yeah, I agree with that. With that documentary, I mean, she she did go through a lot, and that, it had to be crazy coming up. You know, sixteen, seventeen years old. You know, dress people. They the people on the directors and stuff dress you like that. You go out there and play that song, and now you're sexualized at a young age, get hit up by all these dudes trying to get at you and stuff like that. It gotta be, it's gotta be scary to be honest. So, what does that teach us about um, celebrity dumb, celebrity dumb? That people don't really care about the age or anything like that. They just no, they younger. Britney Spears, if you're 17, date somebody 12. <laughs> Whoa! Right now, isn't that bad on her? Hmm? Date somebody 12? That's what? That's 7th grade into 8th grade? Whatever, you know. And there's an earring just like a circus. <laughs> then she got to be doing math homework and stuff like that. <laughs> then she got to be doing fractions with her boyfriend. No, I'm kidding. That's, that's creepy. That's wild, though. Um, So, Justin Timberlake, uh, he said the industry's flawed. It sets men, especially white men, up for success. True. Is designed this way It'll allow you to have Four albums with Timberland Producing it And become a superstar Because of it As a man In a privileged position I have to be vocal about this Oh thanks Justin Thanks Justin Which is the whitest name I, I have not been perfect In navigating all of this Throughout my career I know this apology Is a first step And doesn't absolve the past So it seems like he He felt some sort of guilt For when they date You know cause they dated Right Cause they were they were both on the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, right? And that's where it blossomed. That's the original Clubhouse. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of heavy hitters in the room. <laughs> I want to thank Mickey for allowing me on stage. <laughs> one mic, one mic. Oh, she was dating him when Baby One More Time came out. Yeah. Mm, you didn't know that, so don't say yeah. I, I, let me figure out her age, but she was she was dating him um, at that at that time. But still, even even so, Dave, that doesn't stop dudes. From uh, from being that or but what do you what is he issuing an apology for? We haven't talked about that. What what do you think it was? I, I guess I mean in the documentary, what did it say that he was like abusive to her and stuff like that, and like he was was it verbally abusive or something like that? No, I mean uh, there were rumors that when they broke up, that um, she had cheated on him, and then he was like. Bragging about how he took her virginity. Oh snap! So oh, and he was oh, she was the target of Cry Me a River, right? And that's a classic. Cry me, cry me. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. He was telling her to cry him a river, dude. Oh, okay. And then he apologized to Janet Jackson because when he, 
when he's he's basically saying he's a chauvinist pig. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's like, look, I know I'm a man, and I was given basically a free pass through my young superstardom, right? Uh, into my adulthood, I was catapulted at every level. Where these two women, who I had, you know, big moments with in life, they were instead kind of broken down, battered, bruised, talked about, harassed, all yeah, that stuff. Yeah. And he's like, I get to fly by while women. Get the short end of the stick because the whole thing with Janet Jackson was when he popped her boob when he popped her boob out at the uh, the wardrobe malfunction the wardrobe quote unquote malfunction he ripped her shirt Yo, off there was really a, a, a exposed boob in I re- the Super Bowl I, I remember that as a kid too you do because you got a made a tent in your pants that John was <laughs> but it's crazy though because I now that I think about it what he, song was they singing when that boob came out. I'm going to have you naked by the end of this song. That's what it was. That's what it was. I'm about to have That's what it was. That's why he did it. Perfect. Yeah, that's why he did it. I'm going to have you naked by the end of this song. Yeah, and then he ripped her nipple off. Oh, he ripped this part of her. And he said, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> boom, boop, boop, boop. Yeah, and, and, and that was that was him just taking a step back and letting her take all that heat when he did it himself. And she wasn't allowed back to like any Super Bowls or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, she was criticizing all that. He yeah. he was just he was let back to do another Super Bowl. And then he did What year he did? The Eagles year. Oh yeah. Was it the Eagles year when yeah, we played the Patriots? I definitely wasn't watching. When we played the Patriots? I was like taking a bathroom break. I think I took a poop. <laughs> <laughs> I'ma have it naked by the end of this poop. <laughs> That's crazy to have a girl naked by the time you're done taking a poop. Yep. That's wild. Is That's that what you get, get into? It. Yeah. <laughs> Expedition. Well, what's the word again? <laughs> Whatever one you think it is. <laughs> Whatever EX word you think it is. But, yo, so I'm looking it up. She was only 16 when she Dude, did. who cares about this? Hit me, baby, one more time. That's wild. You stuck on this how old was she when she came up with that nutty song? Who cares? Hit me, baby, one more time is a classic, though. Don't say it's nutty. It might be like corny in the sense of it's not like a song that everybody you gonna play everywhere but it was catchy how about this time. how about this um why are they coming out with this documentary about britney spears she need money it's like who, no her, who cares anymore she need money <laughs> i know she was a superstar uh, like an international one but i feel like they missed the window to do her whole documentary and show her life and her troubles and all that blah 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 like legit, nobody cares. But she did, you know what I'm saying, sell her uh, pregnancy test for like $8,000, though. That's true. So, I care. I'm sure she got like fans like in like Lithuania and stuff. Sokovia somewhere or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I'm going to have you niggas. <laughs> what is that accent? What is that? <laughs> Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> That's from Dr. Michael O'Bang's uh, office. <laughs> Yo, what if Dr. Obang had his By the way, Sokovia is where um, Scarlet Witch was from in Ultron. <laughs> you just casually accepted that. You were like, yeah, yeah, Sokovia. It made up a whole accent for <laughs> Oh, it was a Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Marvel. Yo, area. you got the worst brain, dude. Yo, I'm trying to where you got this brain from? Yo, the brain for your, store? For your bachelor party, we going to Sokovia, mm. dude. The Sokovia Union, man. We out. The Sokovia Center, <laughs> but that's wild though, man. I don't, I don't, 
I mean, I, I I now understand now that we went through the article and we talked about it. I now understand why he apologized. He did step back and let Janet Jackson take all the heat for that. And he did create a whole song. It was a banger of a song, but he did create oh, a whole song. Oh, I didn't even song. say my opinion on his um his apology. You think it's Whack, trash? Trash. You think it's like just he this did This man it? had uh, like 30 years literally to say this. First of all, he could have said it right after Janet Jackson's thing. He The mm-hmm. man disappeared so quick. You wouldn't even know Justin Timberlake existed after that boo popped out. <laughs> I think he even left the stage like right after it happened. I just remember he pulled the boob out and slithered off the stage. I just remember him looking at it and they both looked into the camera and then the camera cut off. And he like, did a backflip off the stage and ran <laughs> straight out like he, he threw a smoke bomb at his feet. Like Forrest Gump <laughs> ran out the tunnel and just ran across the country. You know what he should have did though? If he would have did like the weekend did on this Super Bowl, it would have been ten thousand people that looked just oh, like. Oh yeah, him. what you thought about? The, what you thought just, about the, uh, he, he the weekend performance? It was. I gave it like a six point five out of ten. Like, it was some songs that I liked. It was cool. The setup was cool, but like it was. I don't know. The weekend live didn't sound that tough you know? I'm blinded by the light touch only reason I sound like that though. yes <laughs> why you made him sound like like a, a Asian woman <laughs> I'm going to the time I'm going to the time 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 if you ever got your hair cut at the chinos they usually a song like that is playing <laughs> on the TV <laughs> <laughs> You go get your nails done. Oh, <laughs> long time, long time. I am blinded by the light. Oh, bling, 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 bling. But nah, man, I. It was here. You're next. <laughs> My next lady is forty people in front of me. It's gonna take me nine hours to get a ten minute manicure. No, but the, I, I will say Do this: you get manicures. I got it once. I got a manicure once and I I bite my nails, you know that. So when I went to the place, they did my feet all up and then I went to go get my nails done and That's I That's a pedicure. I know, but I'm saying they did my feet first and then I went to go get my nails done and um I started bleeding. The boy cut me up. I don't think he could have There I just think my nails are so short that he was confused like what was going on. <laughs> so he accidentally cut skin. <laughs> mm. And he was like, oh, "I'm I'm I'm sorry. I'm He's sorry." Like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm blinded by the light. <laughs> but I hate was, that song. I, I, it was cool. Though. No, listen, listen. Let me say, let me say my piece on the weekend. Go ahead, go ahead, man. He's disrespectful because he compared himself to Michael Jackson. I, I, he thinks he's this I generation's think, Michael you know, Jackson Prince. Didn't other people say that? I don't think he said that. No, he thinks that. And there's no like, come on. You was listening to them songs like, yo, this is Michael esque. <laughs> Prince played Purple Rain in the rain. The actual rain. Yeah. And the lights was purple. That's beautiful. So it was purple rain. <laughs> Do you understand that? That's beautiful. And the weekend was in there with um ten thousand people with uh athletic tape around their face. Right. Yeah, there was a dude there was a dude that uh he did a he did a video about like um like how the process how the process was for the whole thing so like they they had like police escort escorts all the way down the boulevard they had buses filled of people that looked just like that with the weekend with the with the broken down face and the mm. battered and bruised and all that and um the weekend was walking with them and explaining to them like what they're going to be doing and stuff so i thought that was cool that the weekend was like personalized like getting with the dancers you already spent seven mil of his own money yo 
after the Super Bowl money. For what? For that, John. I'm blinded by the light. <laughs> I never meant a time. <laughs> I never meant a time, time, time. <laughs> they um. But did you hear though that he had? There was a whole reason for the setup. Did you see like how he looked? Before? Oh yeah, I saw everybody breaking it down. Did online. you see that? Did you see that? Don't, didn't care about that either. That he was like. He started out in the big city with all the <laughs> and the lights. But then, but then he was confused. <laughs> In like, the mirror hallway, <laughs> which signified him trying to find his way. No, they were saying that. Then he was injured with 10,000 people. No, dude. Did you see months ago, the weekend had, um, he did what the people did on the stadium, which was like had the bandages all over his face. Right. Then after that, at another award ceremony, he took the bandages off and he had like scars on his face. After that, he did a music video where his face was like really plastic surgery. Did you see that? It, like, really, it mm-hmm. looked really bad. And then finally, it was a Super Bowl performance. So they said the whole issue was that what he was trying to portray was like um, when he got hurt or when he was bruised, Hollywood tried to replace him. So in order to keep up with the replacements and the people who were coming for his job, he had to look different or get a look back. That's the plastic surgery. And then the Super Bowl was just supposed to signify that no matter who they try to replace him in, no matter what happens, he's always going to be above everybody else and he's always going to break out from everybody else so that was what the weekend um was trying to portray that's the message that he was trying to get across to the fans and to everybody that nobody could be like him no matter if he's hurt no matter if something happened to him no matter what's going on with him the weekend will always be or in his in his mind the weekend will always be on top and will always be the artist that everybody comes to and everybody looks for and i think i got that out of the uh Genius, genius, genius. <laughs> what was wow. that? What was that? He's amazing. <laughs> what was that? Oh, that's from uh, Mr. Deeds, right? Genius, genius, genius. <laughs> he's a genius. He's a genius. I'm Yo, just the trying to say can it. square up to me, but I love him, though, because it's Valentine's Day. <laughs> it is. We love you, Weekend, expeditiously. Ex- extra. <laughs> we love you extra much. <laughs> what else we got? Um, uh, yo, bro, like this is this is hitting home, man. This is hitting Philly right here, man. One of Philly's top comedians, if not the top comedian right now, man, Kevin Hart. He got he somebody stole a million dollars from this man. <laughs> How do you steal a million dollars from somebody though? Is it is it at the point where mm, it's, I see what you did here, Kevin Hart? Hearts? What what on Valentine's Day? I love you. Wow. Genius, genius, genius! <laughs> but no, did you did you hear the story or did you happen to? to I heard over I it? heard the highlight the the or the headline I should say. So basically, um, there was a guy. His name was Dylan Sire, twenty nine years old. Um, was arrested for stealing more than a of one million dollars from Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. So he was a uh, he was Kevin Hart's personal shopper. So obviously, Kevin yeah, he would bo- he would go buy clothes for Kevin Hart. Right, he would buy stuff for Kevin Hart because I guess Kevin Hart is so famous that he can't go out and buy it himself. I mm-hmm. guess that's the thing. So he's his personal shopper. He goes out, he buys Kevin Hart what he needs and um, brings it back to him, whatever the case may be. He gets paid for this as a job. Allegedly, this guy was living his uber-rich lifestyle fantasies through Kevin Hart's tab. So from October 2017 all the way up to February 2019, 
this guy was buying Kevin Hart a a, um, a a nice mink coat and then buying himself a little, you know what I'm saying? Little Gucci Gucci sneakers on the side. You know what I mean? Buying Kevin Hart some jewelry and buying himself a... So a, he worked for Uber? A Uber? What? No, Kevin Hart hired him as his you, personal shopper. You said he worked for Uber earlier. What? I'm read the art the articles right here. How would the bull work for Uber? Who would hire a person? Oh, was living out his Uber rich lifestyle. Cause you never use that. <laughs> so I'm like, wait, what? Is he worked for Uber rich? What is what's going on here? I'm just trying to figure out how do you use the word Uber coming out of your your mouth? Because uh, that's what the article said. So I was saying he was living out his Uber rich lifestyle fantasies on off of oh, Kevin Hart's right. tab. So he was going. He was taking his credit card, mm-hmm. and was this like a? Is this like his job? Yeah, to be his personal shopper. So he has a business where he's a personal shopper. No, no, no. Like the celebrities will hire people specifically to be their personal shopper. Right. So. But look, uh, go up a little bit. It says right there is he has a personal shopper business. Oh, what are you talking about? Oh, right here. Yeah. What are you talking about? It says this defendant who owned a personal shopper business used legitimate purchases to gain access. And then allegedly continue to charge the actors credit cards for astronomical sums of money. But I think when he says a person, I don't think he does it for a, a, a lot of people, because if that's being the case, yeah, he probably has all high clientele. I'm saying if that's being the case, then they it wouldn't just be Kevin Hart that's coming out and saying that he's got robbed from this from Britney guy. Britney Spears too. He, yeah, he probably stole some stuff from Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake. Uh, Dr. Obuwal <laughs> what's the, what's the Michael Obang Michael Obang Tessa, Tessa Rex Brown So this Brown. man will walk into Kohl's Oshkosh Bagash <laughs> And buy Kevin Hart All types of little clothes Yeah And little shorts Uh huh And little t-shirts He would do that From the toddler section And then he would go over To You know um, Zoomies mm-hmm. And buy himself Vans Odd Future socks what do you think about this? Skateboards. He's he's slime. <laughs> I don't. I, I think stealing, no matter if it's from, like, what are you, the the Robin Hood dude? Like, <laughs> if you own a personal shopping business, just do your job. Why are you? Why do you have to go buy yourself some extra? On top of that, a million dollars extra. I think to me, Dave, the bigger picture here is that this just goes to show you how much money these guys be making that you could lose a million dollars. And your credit cards And be like Immune to it Dude they said he did this From 2017 to 2019 Or like not no <laughs> Yeah like Like you just You're counting When they were doing like Counting up everything They were like Wait there's like a million off here <laughs> And Kevin was like really? <laughs> right he was probably Eating a bowl of cereal Yeah chilling. it might have been like like I bought a uh, TV or something. He, he, Kevin Hart probably make a million dollars just off a commercial or something like that. Right. Like off a nutty co- credit card commercial or something. He make that million dollars. This boy Quicksilver Platinum card. Or something. <laughs> He'll make Over that million. instantly, and it doesn't even matter. Yo, if I right that is, like if a somebody buys dollars a, of a fraud is a little excessive. If somebody buys a coffee under my name, like if I've been shopping for Kevin Hart for three years, uh-huh. buying them shirts, pants, this. Staying up on fashion. Right. And then, like, one day I was in, I don't know, the 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 uh, Gucci store, like you said. Okay. And I saw this really nice thing that I like. Yeah, maybe I might. You know what I mean? He ain't going to miss it. He ain't going to miss his little 800. <laughs> but to steal a million's worth? Yeah, that's a little excessive, man. 
Yo, and Dave, listen to the stuff this boy they caught. Oh yeah, did they, did they know what he took? <laughs> they said Sire stole allegedly stole funds to purchase designer bags, fine arts and collectibles, including Sam Friedman's paintings, two Louis Vuitton duffel bags, five KAWS collectible dolls, at least sixteen bare brick collectible dolls, and he would go and when he was done with his collectible dolls, he would go on social media and like flash his items and stuff like that and be hype <laughs> off of his Barbie dolls. These two Louis V duffel bags. <laughs> I'm Kevin Hart's personal shopper. <laughs> I got 16 Brickle Bear collectible dolls. What is a brick? Bear brick collectible doll. Look that up. What is that? A bear brick and because so, he bought. 16 of them And then he bought Five of the cause Collectible dolls Yeah Look look Whatever cause is Bare brick collectible This is nutty These Jones cost A thousand dollars each For a doll It's just Y'all It's just a bear Like the outline of a bear No face With just like A design Like The bare brick This is crazy Yeah what the heck this dude was buying these. Look at these nutty dolls. Looks like something Kanye would have made. Yeah. What the? Everybody, if you're listening, take five minutes, two minutes, whatever. Look up bare brick collectible dolls. These are just regular dolls with. Oh my God. With art on them. That's it. This one sold for $2,000. This one sold for $3,000. 3500 What's the most expensive one? I gotta, I gotta look at. I'm sorry, Dave. I gotta look at the most expensive one. This one right here, a Chanel thousand percent rare brick collectible dolls sold for thirty thousand. Dang, this could have went on our list last week. A collectible bare brick doll. What the heck? Thirty thousand dollar collectible bare brick doll. I don't even know what bare brick is. <laughs> well, this boy new got mad dolls in his uh, jail cell. <laughs> And then a cause. What's a cause? That I want. I gotta look these up, dude. I, I just don't understand. Like, look at this, man. Oh, cause is like the, um, that like mouse looking character. Yeah, it's like a Mickey Mouse with X on his eyes. He got like the same Mickey Mouse swag and all that. Yeah, this is stupid, yo. He bought. <laughs> wow. I would have just bought like an airplane or something. If How much an airplane costs? A mil? What? <laughs> no? You can't get like a cheap one? <laughs> like the Wright brothers took? With the, a propeller? The original John that you that you rode like a bike? Yeah, you gotta like run and push it <laughs> and then spin the uh, propeller and jump in. You gotta have one of those mustaches you could curl though before you buy one. You could probably get you like a nice little small airplane. The cheapest plane to buy right here. I mean let me let me look at this. Let me look at this. $25,000 Under $25,000 Yeah what's up But you see how nutty These planes look Look this is like A one person plane This is the John Amelia Earhart got lost in <laughs> Look at this Dave Come on What you gonna You gonna sail The Pacific with the, the Pacific with this John That's a specific man. Dad, That's an airplane dude Huh You, you real You real uh, Look at this Look at this What, what is this Dave Dave you super bougie That's a whole airplane that's an aeronautics uh, <laughs> transportation device. A budget airplane is better than anything you own. What you mean? Not better than my Honda Civic in sports mode. <laughs> that joint is like 16K. <laughs> Fresh off the lot. The budget airplane is 25K. And you could fly across 
states. Yeah, but Dave, would you rather have a budget airplane or 16 bear brick collectible dogs? Bear brick? <laughs> Give me some bear brick. <laughs> and how do you flaunt a doll on social media? <laughs> and isn't everything just like a bear brick? Ain't nobody got these. <laughs> got his two hands across his chest holding all 16 dolls across like his Grammys. <laughs> Which one of y'all got these bear bricks? <laughs> I got these dolls. <laughs> got an exorbitant amount of dolls. You you know what? This they is the Valentine's just for play play. This is the Valentine's Day episode. I love Kevin Hart. I might not love this guy right here. I might. Not I love, love his personal shopper. Sayer. Yeah. Sire. Ke- uh, Dylan Sire. He gonna be somebody personal shopper in jail though. <laughs> Booty shopper. Buying from the front of commissary. Hey Dylan. How many noodles and noodles you want? Get you some bear brick noodles. Hey Dylan. Run them bare brick cheeks. <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> Dylan's in for a rough one, man. Damn, that's that's messed up. That's sad, man. That's, but Kevin Hart is filthy rich, so it is true. He'll be all right. He should bail the bull out. He should. He should give him just a, a butt whooping like like your parents would with a belt. So you would with allow a the Gucci belt that you, he bought. You would get bailed out. No, like I'm get, saying, like all right. You what? had this personal shopper, right? right. He was keeping you. Gucci down to the socks Louis Vuitton down to the socks Okay Yeah he stole a mill So what <laughs> You feel me You a clown Let him dude. off no, It's Valentine's man. Day <laughs> Spread love That's the Brooklyn way If you get, if you get robbed you des- I mean if you're stealing You deserve to go No what I'm, saying, what, it is, what I'm like- saying is He's like look you, you did personal shop for me You skimmed a little off the top <laughs> Just a, t- a tad So I'm gonna bail you out But Come sit right here uh, Lay across my knee <laughs> Whoa <laughs> And I'm about to get you a whooping A coco tasso? Yeah And a bofa thong And he gonna be like Go get one of them switches off the tree <laughs> And just whip the boy <laughs> Yo man, Yo Dave My bad my bad Calls during the controller time dude The controllers they here for us man I'm popular my bad They not here for the For the Man, what's up, man? We we over here talking about uh, cause dolls and stuff like that. And you over here personal cause? We talking about personal shoppers, man. You bugging, cousin? I love you though. Hey, my bad. I love you though. I appreciate but that's that. That's crazy though. That's let's, crazy. Let's though. um before we uh get into our top five, the secret top five that nobody knows the secret about. Secret top yet. five that nobody knows about and <laughs> probably isn't based on the day of this episode. <laughs> Let's talk about this topic, man, of love. Because today's Valentine's Day. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you know what? To set the mood right, uh-huh. let me go ahead and uh let me let me go ahead and set the mood real quick. Oh, okay. Because okay. it's Valentine's Day. Okay. And I want everybody to just get their mind in the right mood for us to have this conversation. Should we should for this We're song? Get into it. So this song, should we should we warn the ladies to have a sponge underneath their seat? Is that what this song is about to be? That's such you're a misogynist pig. Yo, you dude. said that like three episodes ago, man. You a misogynist pig. Yo, dude. man. Listen, if you non gender binary, put your sponge wherever you want. In your sink, whatever. Okay? This ain't just for the ladies. This is about love, Dev. And love comes in so many shapes, sizes, and colors. All right, ladies and fellas, put the sponge underneath your seat. Are you no happy? sponges allowed. No sponges needed, dude. You love s- is love. All right, but what's the love song you about to play? Equal sign behind a red background. <laughs> Equality. But let me, go ahead, let me go ahead and set the mood on this Valentine's. Go ahead. Day. 
messages, John? Every hood boy play this for their girl on Valentine's Day. This is what our cousin B is going to play this on Valentine's Day. They had a crackle later right now. Call me when you need somebody. You do it for your man and not just anybody. And I got you long as you got me. Yeah. I got you long as you got me. And I got you long as you got me. I always wonder, like songs like this, do the artists expect like? They're the, the the people to sing it to their significant other like hard too like really yeah, get into people it. That, they put songs on like that, uh-huh. and that's legit. Like they have heart eyes <laughs> in their eyes. That's like their wedding song. Yeah, that's like the most romantic thing. <laughs> I got you, you got me, <laughs> my shorty. <laughs> shorty, I love you. <laughs> you you a real John. You a bad John. Just throw it in the bag. <laughs> Ain't nobody ever gonna come to us, Femi. Femi. Ain't this. nobody coming between us, Femi. Take this brick, brick dog right here. <laughs> you know what I mean, how many calls dogs you want? I'll give up the bando for you. You know what I mean? I'm gonna get a Land Rover for you. Femi. <laughs> Femi, shawty. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. But listen, it's Valentine's Day. I'm in love, man. So I got a question, mm. and I want to open up a conversation. All right. My question is, what do you feel like? And you brought you brought this up earlier, so I want to start there. And I said, let's let's wait and let's talk about that on the pod. Do you feel like <clears throat> Valentine's Day is skewed one way or another? To to a certain party in the relationship. I know the answer because you told me earlier and I was like, let's talk about that on the pod. But you were basically saying you feel like Valentine's Day is um, biased against men in a relationship. Um, make, th- make that point here. Yeah, yeah. So the so obviously there's not a a man a man in every relationship but i my point was whoever there's always going to be one person in the relationship who is going to do do more right we everybody can agree you 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 pay for the dinners you you want to do I that stuff agree, but go ahead. you want to you pay for the dinners you want to do that stuff you want to pay for the dinners you want to pay for this you want to pay for that you want to pay for this you want to pay for that on a birthday you might go all out for your significant other you might do something for them that is 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 extravagant. I feel like Valentine's Day is just another birthday for the other person. So for that one person who's always doing more, it's just like a to me it's like a second birthday for the person who does less. Yeah, that's that's totally off base. How how? Because I I, I just the, I think it's cre- I think it's wild to make a jump and say that in every relationship there's a person who's like the receiver of gifts and then there's the gift giver and that is heavily skewed one way and then you're talking about like you saying Valentine's Day is a second birthday for whoever that person is yeah yeah that's that's kind of like heavy handed that's not true nor do I think it's representative of most relationships I I would I would disagree dude I know 
I I I know from a bunch of people where the just the 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 um it starts to become Dave you and 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 I like to think about it like this like it starts to become in a sense of like do you get excited for it anymore? You know what I mean? Like if you're the person and, and everybody knows who this is or you know who you are if you're listening to the cruise control right now, you might be the person who is the receiver where your your significant other just gives you like goes all out. You know, put your wallet away. I got this. Dinner's on me. Ice cream on me. Gifts is I'm by you. I'm throwing it in the bag type of stuff. But after a while, after being that person, do you th- do you feel like it becomes more of like a chore for you? And that's why I feel like it kind of gets to at a certain point. Where it's like with a Valentine's Day thing, like, do you look at it as are you still doing it because you love the person? Or are you doing it because it's like, dang, Valentine's Day is coming up again? Like, I got to. I got to go out and get a bouquet of chocolate strawberries and I got to go out. I got to make that reservation to that her, her or his favorite Italian restaurant. I got to go out there and 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 and, and you know, throw throw roses on a hotel floor that leads to a bag a jacuzzi with champagne that she could record it or he could record it and put it on social media. So you get what I'm saying? Right. Like I just feel like that's that's where the thought process starts to come in is where is it more love or is do you feel like it's more of like a chore at that point and i don't know i don't i i think valentine's day i don't know if it's played out i would say or i don't know if it's i don't it has to be man it has to be something where it's i mean but here, here's what I, that point here's where i find something interesting in what you just said you said valentine's day being uh, you talked about it being a chore when you say that, there's a implication that you're not necessarily excited about it, which opens up a whole nother conversation that I think is interesting. Right. So if you look at Valentine's Day as a chore, I think the first question you got to ask yourself is, why is it a chore? Like, shouldn't Valentine's Day be something that you and your partner are genuinely excited for on both sides? I would. And I would say, yes, I feel like it is. Because like, I'll say this, like, just because we want to talk about ourselves personally too. Right. I think Valentine's Day is cool. Like I I'm I'm not I wasn't necessarily like historically in love with it cuz you know when you were a kid it's like you take like heart candies to school and everybody give like a little gift and your mom made sure you had 30 of a certain thing it was like you wrote a note on a Reese cup like Right. And no girls will write you a note back. <laughs> and you it was just like a candy exchange. Right. So whatever But like when you get older And you actually start Getting in relationships Like I like Valentine's Day I'm like oh alright This is a cool Like this is a meant For a romance so, uh, so So it don't feel It never felt like A chore to me But it sounds like You had experience Where <laughs> It felt like a chore to you Well The thing is So what makes it a chore I think I think What makes it a chore Is if Both people In the relationship Are not on the same page With What they feel like like love is like what Valentine's Day is supposed to be like you're supposed to get a point in your relationship where like you could tell your you could tell you know what what makes your partner happy what they love and the same thing goes for your partner and you and you act on those things you get what I'm saying so like Dave if you what makes you happy say is like you know words of affection or something like that and like your partner does that all the time like you go to a dinner and your partner's like i love you for like this is the best thing ever and they know that's what really really in your heart makes you happy that's what keeps you going like that's what makes you love them and then say for you you know your partner (laughs) words of affection i guess i'm just making up a thing you know what i mean i'm just throwing something out there like like i'm not gonna buy you know you trying to talk about the love languages huh (laughs) 
Because words of affirmation. <laughs> you just said. I said words. You just combined three things that sounded like. I like. I like. Love, I, yo, words of affection. Dave, I need you. Acts of touch. I need <laughs> Physical service. I need you to do me a favor. I need you to immediately correct me on this because, like, you let me talk no. for like a good two minutes. I had to like process it in my head. I'm like, wait, wait. did he say words of affection? You know what's my? What's that even mean? You know what's my problem? I, 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 I love you. <laughs> you still love me. When I'm when I get into my zone, I start. I don't. I I know what I want to say, but it's like I'm thinking ahead of myself. So then the words that I was supposed to say here, I say it now. Mm-hmm. And the words I'm supposed to say later, I, now I say it later. It's just. It's all over the place, but nevertheless, to get back to the point, um, yeah, I just, I just feel like you're supposed to know what your partner likes and vice versa. That's what can make a Valentine's Day great. You know, you, you asked me for a personal, for for my personal opinion, what did I go through? I, I felt like at the time, now mind you, I've, I've only dated one person my whole lifetime, and I felt oh, like, cute. I felt like throughout that, we not together no more. <laughs> yeah, but that's cute. Eh? But um, same experience. But throughout that time, I, I, I knew. The, the person I was dating was 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 uh she loved like getting gifts like that was big like that was like she that was lo- one of their love languages yeah that was one of their gift words of affection <laughs> right it was was they loved that they loved that just and and no matter how small it was or how big it was it was the idea of the gift so like I you know got the date jar so I, I, I wrote on the top like a green one is this a red one means this a yellow one means this a blue one means this I put a bunch of like colored straws in the thing and when she wanted to do a specific date she'll take that color out the jar either send me a picture of it we or don't sh- say that anymore colored what? straws Dev um, black straws <laughs> black straws out the jar and they can't all be black then it's gonna be the same <laughs> date <laughs> You know, I made a mixtape CD. I did something corny like that. I would do like little. Oh, that's cheesy. I would do like little care packages with like the favorite snacks and the favorite sodas and favorite drinks and stuff. I would do stuff like that because I knew that that's what she loved. And then there was like, in return, it was nothing like, and it was nothing of what I, what I wanted. I, I think she thought that that was the same for me, like gifts. The the my my ex really was big on gifts as well, but that's wasn't it wasn't that, and I felt like after a while, by like the third Valentine's Day, it was like it got repetitive. Like I know what's gonna come, you know what I mean? I know I know what I'm getting. So would you say Valentine's Day felt like an obligation to you by that point? At at that point, for yeah, you at that point, because you felt like I'm putting out money, time, effort, thought, energy. But you didn't feel like you was get, getting it reciprocated. Yeah, I was getting probably like the money aspect of it reciprocated. But as for the thought about it, the energy, all well, this, you know what I mean. This is this is interesting because, and I really don't know where this conversation is going at this point. <laughs> but it is making me think. Like you're talking about this whole thing of obli- this whole concept of obligation, and I think. If like conventional wisdom says you want a relationship to serve you. So if it's not serving you, then you should bounce. Right? Like if it's not fulfilling you, and I guess I would say that. Like I would stand by that that if you're thinking about Valentine's Day mm-hmm. and you feel you're listening to this today or the day after Valentine's Day, whatever, and you feel like it feels like a chore for you more than something you enjoy, then maybe that is a sign that um you know, it, it, the relationship isn't serving you in the way that you needed to. But then it makes me think about this. What's that? And I'm about to, I'm about to get deep on you. <laughs> I'm 
I'm about to go deep in you. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> um, it makes me think. Is that always the case, though? Or is that like pie in the sky thinking about relationships? Pie in the sky. You know Where what you mean? be reading these quotes from and stuff like that? You never, you never watch Reading Rainbow? Yeah. Like a pie in the sky. I thought they said bl- butterfly in the sky. No, you got to listen with some better headphones. Listen with some Dre beats. Like a pie in the sky. I think that was the fat Reading Rainbow, though. Sure. That was the eating rainbow. And chocolate pie. <laughs> Take a look. You don't have to cook. Order takeout. Order takeout. I can eat anywhere. <laughs> um, but that might be like idealisms that you're pushing out there to think that is or no. Let me let me pose that as an open-ended question. Go ahead. Is it naive to think that a relationship should always serve you, or is there some parts of relationship that turn into obligation? And that might be difficult for either one of us to answer because I don't know if we've been in a relationship long enough to see where that could go. But you know, you do observe people where some relationships feel like, "Yo, we just together, like, so we don't get fined." Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, I'll get fined, right? And it, it, you know, it might turn into uh, some aspects of a relationship might be out of obligation for the uh, effort that person had put in prior to. But again, you 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 want to have this idea that, or this um, sort of perfect vision that a relationship should always serve you. So what do you, what do you think about that? I think it's I think you should. It serves in the beginning. You worry about it serving you. And then, like you said, as the years go on, you start to and you marry somebody and you guys start thinking about family and stuff. You have to take into account the other person like serving them as well. Do you get what I'm saying? Like in the beginning, that's why relationships kind of come and go, because in the very beginning, you're you in love. And then as time goes on, like those middle years, like my probably like three years, four years into it. Right before you hit that, you know, those bigger those big marks, you start to think about like, how am I feeling right now? Like is is this giving me any happiness? Is yes or no? Once you answer those questions and then you continue to go on with yourself, then you have to ask yourself, Am I doing the right things to give this other person happiness continually? Mm-hmm. So I feel like at the end of the day So it, are you saying let me ask you if I'm inter- if I'm if I'm uh ugh, understanding you right. Go ahead. Are you saying that at every stop or no matter what the turns might take in a relationship you should check in and take inventory of if it's still serving you of course and if it's still serving them of course yeah mm. I, I I would agree with that yeah you have to dude respect king you have to man respect king and you know what I sh- I shouldn't be single right now like I'm on <laughs> man this is a this neither here nor there <laughs> I don't even. That's pie in the sky, right? <laughs> that's a whole pie in the sky. You know what I'm saying? I feel no, like that's that's that's. I, I feel like listen, I got this thing down pat. I would like, agree with that. I would agree with that. That you know, you don't have to look at a relationship so linearly. That you start out is exciting, new love, puppy love, whatever they call that phase. Then it turns into you know, so it starts out as like infatuation. Then it becomes uh, romance, where you have those. Like you're building feelings, and that's when you express. Right, right. Uh, I can see myself with you. Let's go official. Let's call you. You know, let's put a title. Yeah, will you blah, be blah, my blah. bae? And then <laughs> I never say bae. I hate that word. 
Hey, Bay. I hate Bay so much. <laughs> Sidebar. <laughs> hey, Bay. You know why I hate it? Because one more letter makes it Babe, which is what we've been saying since the dawn of time. Who was so lazy that they had to take one letter out of Babe and make it Bay? And why was it the third letter? <laughs> hey, Bay. You know what? Babe. I don't like that extra B. Excessive. It's exorbitant. There it is. <laughs> Thank you. But yeah, you you at at a certain point, uh, so a, a relationship does serve you. Yeah. So then you yeah. think like, oh, and what I was the point I was trying to make was mm-hmm. you you think of a relationship in a in a really linear way that you go from puppy love. To falling for each other To the romance piece Mm -hmm. And then you start to think Well once we Get married Or whatever Have a kid Mm -hmm. Then it starts to feel like Obligation Right 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 But It don't have to be that At every turn You can and should Take inventory Mm -hmm. Of whether a relationship Is serving you or not And if it isn't Then you talk through that With that person You explore what could it what, What could you do To get back to where It's serving you But my message today to everybody and to you too, Dev. What's up? Is when you think about Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. especially if you're celebrating it with somebody. So with you is gonna be Clay. <laughs> yo, yo, for real. Rumble me, dude. I'm gonna go. By up. the way, sidebar. You should definitely send uh, that China a picture of Clay as a Valentine's Day gift. I deleted her number and all that, dude. I'd be like, I'm putting my legs behind my head for you. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> like how a, many roses you sending out on Valentine's Day? Like man? a pie in the sky, whole bouquet. Mm, that Yo. should be seventy five dollars. <laughs> like twenty, yeah, like twenty roses cost like a bean. You <laughs> <laughs> need Kevin Hart's personal shopper to cover that. <laughs> I need one of them brick brown dolls. Give me a brick bell doll, and I'll give it to the. I'll give it to the John. To hinge. <laughs> But no, for real. If y'all want to donate to the uh, to the Dev Rose Fund on Valentine's Day, because all I'll be doing is throwing roses on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, actually, donate a number to Dev. Hey, okay. Message us at Cruise Control Pod or message send a, a snail mail, send an owl from Harry Potter, something. <laughs> Get this man a girl. <laughs> He's straight. He does prefer women. Right. Yes. Okay, just checking in. I don't want to assume. I don't want to assume nothing. Keep going. You was good. You was going good. <laughs> so if you know a girl that's single and you want somebody who knows very few words. <laughs> I'm be like, you was exorbitantly beautiful tonight. Hit us up. Please. I'm begging. Please. But Dev. Seven years from now, when you finally found a relationship, seven, yeah, I'm gonna be like, t- like thirty. Because de- by then, there's gonna be thirty people left on Bumble. It's <laughs> gonna be Slim Pickens, and you're gonna, you're gonna get finally brought off the bench, last pick in the draft. It's irrelevant. But something like Valentine's Day, man, should be fun. It should be engaging. It should be something that you can appreciate and enjoy. It should be an opportunity for you to just. Have some fun with your love life and romance life. For me, what that looks like is licking up and down somebody back. Oh my god! Full tongue. <laughs> <laughs> to um to that song you just played. 
What's that? What's that song called again? I got you. Baby, you looking somebody. I got you long as you got me. And I got you long as you got me. Yo, imagine right now Dave Cruz licking somebody's pack. <laughs> Imagine me in nothing but some straws. My big body. Licking them rolling up to somebody's back. Right licking their back and then writing your name in cursive with your tongue. Candles on every precipice in the room. The small tea light candles. Room draped in candles. <laughs> no, you gotta get all your candles from Bath and Body Works. Have your house smelling like a conundrum. My, my hair's still moist from the shower. <laughs> Crawling with your humidifier on. <laughs> Move my sleep apnea mask to the side. And I start licking back. Get back in, lick tonight. Yo, listen, I lick any. No. I lick any back. Hey, hey. I'm a habitual back licker. Hey, Roz, if you listening. <laughs> hey, girl. But nah, Dave, now... Um, I'm proud. Th- now... <laughs> and I'm passionate. Now, now, now you played... We uh, we played that song, mm-hmm. and you said that's a perfect back licking song. <laughs> now... We're going to get into our secret top five right now because mm-hmm. I feel like all this whole top top five, I'm going to say top ten right here because both of these lists are straight fire. Well, I'm going to say these top ten songs right here, you're going to write your name in cursive on a back lick, all right? Whatever your girl's name is and your name is, cursive writing lick back. Or your guy. Or your, or your guy, right? Whatever your partner, shall I say, is. You lick or your non-gender binary or your, Right. Or non-gender binary. You licking they back. Binary gender queer person. Dave, can I I finish my? I'm just trying to make sure you cover everything. All right, I'm just gonna say your partner, your partner. If you licking your partner's back, (laughs) make some noise. (laughs) All the freaks in the building licking your partner's back. You got a hundred dollar back. Put your hands up. You got a fifty dollar back. Put your hands up. Nah, so this, so this, obviously, we've been joking Come around. On, you've been taking too long to introduce this topic. We've been five. joking around all, all episode, but this this week for our special Valentine's Day episode, we're gonna do our top our top five favorite love songs, right? Yes. Top five favorite. Finally doing it. Love songs, and y'all already know Dave is coming correct because one of his top five songs from last year was two occasions so he's already been in his freak mode since the beginning of last the beginning of last year of 2020 we was in a pandemic and dave was in his crib listening to two occasions <laughs> like what's going on with you dude you, you and your you and your bag all season you already know what's happening <laughs> back's getting licked full back all 30 spinal columns <laughs> lick a tongue <laughs> It was Lickathon. <laughs> but this this episode right here, this top five is going to be a good one because we both came correct. Now, pause. Dave, pause. Now, Dave, you did win last week. I've won every week for the foreseeable past. Do you, what do you want? What is what is your prize? Let me give you my back. <laughs> I'll get Clay to lick your back, too. But um, you did win last week. Yes. So for this week's top five favorite songs of all time, who's going first? This is an exciting week You know Valentine's Day Shout out to all the lovebirds out there If you ain't got a love If you ain't got a partner That's me 
You know what I mean? You can still enjoy these songs. You I can will. imagine the love that you want. If you asexual, be then watch Judas and the Black Messiah on HBO Max. Get you some education. Okay, but for anybody who wants love or is in love or is exploring love, these songs right here, they're gonna take you there. They should take you there. These are some some really amazing songs, and I think I'm gonna take another week. Ooh, all right, man. And so I know said, I know my love songs, dude. I spent many nights in my room just listening to these songs, preparing myself for the girl, my dreams to come through, and I'm gonna just bless her with all these songs. So I'm ready, Dave. All right, I'm yeah, ready. This is near and dear to our heart. I mean, I love, I love me some, I love me some love R and B. I love me some love songs. So these were these uh these songs. They are meant to kind of capture what we feel love is. Remember, this is our favorite. This is our favorite. So Correct. we're not voting like Correct. on objective greatness. It's just like what we personally songs like. We like. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna say before I say who should go first. Mm-hmm. This was easily the hardest top five to put together. I think so too. To date. Because there's so many tough songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, because I won last week, I'm going to establish this week's rules. You're going to go first, and we each get an honorable mention. Because of how difficult it was to put top five together, Okay, we each get an honorable mention. All right. Let's do it, man. I am I am ready for this. I am excited. I am in love. And uh, Oh, and the last thing, uh-huh. um, for each song, we just got to make sure we say why we like like. What reason is it? Like we do every week. Yeah, like we do every week. Like we do every week. I got you. All right. So I'm starting it off like this, Dave. Coming in at number five for me. Top five favorite love song. It comes by a little artist. You know this guy, Dave? You know this you know this cool cat? His name is George Benson. You know this cat? Uh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) This is George Benson. All right, he is a classic artist. He is amazing singer. And he had a couple great songs. A lot of people know the one song, Give Me the Night. That's his. That's probably his most quotable song. But this song right here, when I when I listen to this song, I just it takes me to another planet. I want to be singing this to somebody's face in the middle of the car while we eat chicken fingers and french fries. This song right here, Nothing Gonna Change My Love For You by George Benson. Just 
much I can sing. So coming back, I can harmonize with that song, man. <laughs> right, but you can't, so don't. Nothing's gonna change. <laughs> Dang it, Lord! I wish God gave me a better voice. That song is so beautiful. Oh my God! And Dave, that's a heavy hitter coming in at number five. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing no games today. You already see what I'm heading at. George Benton. So why George, that- George Benton? George <laughs> Benton. That thing right, relax, th- Papa. George Dude. Benson. That why is that in your top five? I, every it just I love every time I hear that song I just want to love somebody. Come here, give me a vessel too. <laughs> just come here, give me a quick hug. Mm-hmm. It's just it's such it's such a lovely song. The words in it hit at home. The 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 beat is amazing. I feel like everything just plays well with that song. Everything, the rhythm, the flow, everything, dude. It's just an amazing song. And again, this is about love. This is about you know playing this for your girl, playing this for your partner. This is just where I'm at with it, man. Nothing's gonna change my love for you by George Benson is my number five. Mm. Love right. that song. Coming in at number five for me. Okay. Um. This this is my f- number five. Oh, uh, no words. Favorite love song. You go by Faith Evans coming in at number five for me. Jesus God. And I know I could just I was looking at you and I could tell how that was hitting your spirit. <laughs> it was sizzling in your spirit. Yeah, I Faith Evans was oh God. was and still kinda is my, one of my childhood crushes. Still? She's like how old is she now? Yes. Definitely one of the more underrated vocal artists. Mm-hmm. Has some great songs. Obviously, she's known for her connection to Bad Boy and Biggie. Mm-hmm. She was married to Biggie for a little bit or in a relationship with him. Yeah, I think they were married. They were. They had um, a kid. They kids together, right? Yeah. Right. Big Faith. <laughs> Faithy Smalls. Um, Big but, Evans, Dave. You can't say both of the first names. Faithy Smalls is nuts. But that song, man, is beautiful. Like, listen, when I listen to love songs, uh-huh. if it's a woman singing it, you know, I like to think of myself singing it as a man. So singing right now those lyrics as a and, man, and can it give the same feelings? This is just a timeless song. Sing it those songs, those lyrics as a man. Hmm? <laughs> if I had one wish, girl, I'd wish you next to me, girl, <laughs> girl. I will say this, and I think you know this too because we go over the numbers sometimes. You know. Half, more than half of our listeners are women, and I feel like you picked a you picked a a, a, a front you pick Faith Evans. No, the re- off, listen, because I I can see a lot of our our lady listeners right now jamming to that. 
right. jam into that John right now, and you're you're pandering to the. Nah, I think everybody could jam to that John. Listen, Faith Evans. It's a great song though. I'm not Faith trying to discredit Evans the got song. Got a really good voice. I like that song because it's really melodic. It's 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 got like a good rhythm to it. It's pronounced melodical. The word, <laughs> the words have a really strong meaning, right? This idea that you just never want to let somebody go. That's that's love right there. Cause the love we share, mm-hmm. no one compares to you, girl. I'll never let you go, girl. Number this, five. This is gonna be a hard one, Dave. I, I and I'm. I always, you know, we always try to argue our point, but those songs right there are amazing. I'm gonna try to separate myself right here a little bit with number four. I'm gonna start separating myself. This is where we separate early. I'm gonna try to separate myself here. I'm gonna go back into time, Dave. Mm-hmm. A little group called the Delphonics. You ever heard of this group? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I have. Uh, they're amazing. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Correct. All right. And you know, I know the face you're making because you know the Delphonics song. I'm getting ready to throw out right now. And this is Delphonics. Little song that they came out with called La La Means I Love You. Oh, my God. Hold on to your seats, people. <laughs> the song is amazing. single song i want to come back and harmonize with the singers dude they got first off let's just start off with the album cover they got this black panther ball sitting there this is judas and the exit what's that movie came out <laughs> judas and the black exodus or whatever they got this dude on the front with his hands in his pockets with a gold chain on singing so beautifully man killing it this song is the best again um you asked why we chose this song i love uh, when it comes to love music, I I um, I tend to stick to the old old school type of love music. I think it's way better than the new school type of love music. And when this song came out, obviously I was I don't even think I was born. I don't know. But when this song came out and when I heard it, um, it was just, it just stuck with me forever. And I remember listening to it in the car. You actually had played it for me when I first my first memory of this song was you had played it in the car one time, and I was like, yo, this song is crazy, man. From the the vocals to the way that all three of them are on point, they come in at, at the perfect time with, ugh, it's just a timeless song. And I feel like no matter who you are, everybody loves this song. And it's the perfect song to play for your 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 partner on Valentine's Day, giving them a back rub. 
all oils. Give them oily back rub. And I love this song. That was the Delphonics with La La Means I Love You. That's my number four and my top five greatest love songs of all time. That was that was a big one, Dave. You know that. Pause. That was a that was a heavy hitter. Number four for me. Listen, you, you had your cute little song. <laughs> Lala, wait, that's not cute little song. You had song. your cute little song. That's not cute little Coming song. Coming in at number four for me. That's not cute little song, man. Let me touch you with this dream real quick. <laughs> he just Coming in at number four is Michael Jackson. The lady in my life. Now the Delphonics got a good song. But this is Michael Jackson. I understand that. It's not Michael Jackson's Fatality, best song. Dude. It's not his best song. Death. It's not just because this it's Michael on, Jackson. This was on Thriller. Okay. okay. The greatest album of all time. So? So? And he touched me with his dream. I like how he started. Listen to my heart. And put your body next to mine. He held them notes. <laughs> no man <laughs> that song listen that's that's one of my favorite love songs ever because and i had to convince you i had we i had to tell you to put that in your top five dave you, you tell tell the people the story but you want a cookie come on man he wasn't even gonna put that in his top five y'all he's first a clown of all, first of all clown first of all clown <laughs> first of all you said clown. you might have been born or not when the delphonics came out with this song what, uh, the song is like 45 years old <laughs> You was more Decidedly not born When this came out You're like It might have This didn't come out in 94 Dum dum First of all my years Look at how old that album cover looks <laughs> And their name is The Delphonics What is that They stopped using Them type of names Like in 1970 <laughs> Come on man What even is a Delphonic They are uh, They're Um their R&B group, man. 1965. <laughs> they never broke up. They said they're still together. They were from Philly, though. Interestingly enough. But, yeah, this is Michael Jackson. Okay? <laughs> it's not. So, again, you got your cute little song at number four. <laughs> this is The Lady in My Life by Michael Jackson. One of the sweetest, most beautifulest songs ever created. I can make you feel
You corny. I want to murder you tonight. <laughs> Whoa. Out of love. This is a love. This is a love top it's five. All love. That is a great song. I have to give it to you. It is Michael Jackson. But it's my turn now. All right. And and, and we talked about this before the show, and and Dave did say this, so we, I'm gonna bring it up again. This is our top five love. So love might be different for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Love might be, you know, just straight musical. You know, talking about you know getting married and love and yada yada. This this is gonna be a little bit different than that. This is a guy. His name is Montel Jordan. I just let's just get it on tonight, y'all. Tonight. So how how did that make your your top five love songs? Um, because that made my top five freak a leak song. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Boogie down on the dance floor. <laughs> when I when I when I was uh, crafting my top five, I felt like one of these songs had to be included included in there because okay. there is a point of love. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? When you make love, <laughs> you get what I'm you get what I'm poking at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. <laughs> You get what I'm saying? You said that and get what I'm poking at. Because <laughs> I felt like I don't know. You cool. I don't know why I said it, but I said it. But I felt like there's a point in you know if you're talking love, people make love, and that's a that's a love making song right there. If you ask me, <laughs> but get it on tonight by Montel Jordan. Great beat. Everybody knows the song. It's a very catchy song. Great artist. His hair is immaculate in this album cover. Like everything about this song is just amazing. And like mm-hmm. you said, it does it does make you want to get down. Down and dirty. So get it on tonight. Montel Jordan, number three for my love songs of all time. Mm. All right. Well, coming in at number three for me. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> did you just fart? No, you was like, all right, and your whole breath just came across this microphone. Oh, how did it smell? <laughs> like a licked back. Mm, yum. <laughs> Tell us stinky time. <sighs> Come on. Coming in at number three for me. This is uh this is my number three. Dev, at this point, we separated last song, but at this point, it's just heavy hits. This is my number three song. All right. Put the volume up on your phone. <laughs> This boy, he not prepared, y'all. Pay attention. He's not ready. 
want to see a dead body? It's not that bad. If only for one night Let me keep you near To ease away your fear It would be so nice If only for one both agree that any top five love songs debate has to have Luther Vandross in the top five. Yes? Can we agree there? Coming in at number three for me is If Only For One Night by Luther Vandross. And that is among my top five favorite songs of all time. Or love songs of all time because I mean, Dev. Hmm? Let me keep you near to ease away your fear. That's love. He says, your eyes say things I never hear from you. Okay. <laughs> Smell this. Come on, man. Oh, my God. You he know. said that my knees are shaking, too. You know how many times my knees been shaking, dude? Yeah, your knees shake when you stand up. Because it's difficult. <laughs> he said, standing in this place, I'm feeling no disgrace. <laughs> that's, dude, that's my credo. Now, it would be so nice if only for one night. Now, it's just a song that's like it speaks to like the urgency of love. You know, that's a song that if you listen to it, you get a feeling that it's like I, I need you. I, it's like a, a, a instinctual need. Let me hold you tight if only for one night. It's like <laughs> now that's a good song for if you're like early in love and you have all of this energy bursting out of you. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense because. As it started, you know, as we started to learn about Luther Vandross, he hid a lot of his uh, personal life, his own right, his uh, sexuality and stuff. sexuality. Mm-hmm. And so he wrote this sort of from the perspective of if only for one night I could be with the person who I actually love, mm-hmm. you know, instead of hiding myself. So it wasn't just about love. It was about him. Did it ever come out like who was his lover, like who he truly loved? Did he ever did it ever? Come to light or anything like that? With I don't Luther? know if the, I don't I don't recall hearing any names of who he might have been. Yeah, who he loved uh, in a relationship with, or right. interested in whatever. But I would assume it was a boy. I don't care. A male. Luther's song because he, he was he he was uh, he he never fully came out as a gay man, but he was allegedly right. gay, right? And pretty certain that that you know a lot of folks who knew him said that. But yeah, man, that's a beautiful song. That's a beautiful song, and um, I agree with you, man. Look, we not. Man, I went from Faith Evans, the Queen, to Michael Jackson, the King, to Luther Vandross. But this is what I'm saying, Dave. Like, we talking about love songs. We're not talking about artists. Of course, Michael Jackson's, you know, resume is unmatched. Luther Vandross comes in clutch with the music and, and the love and all that. Of course, Dave. Of course. But we're talking about the songs, the individual songs. 
All right. Uh, Get It On Tonight is a great individual song. Luther Vandross is a better artist than Montel Jordan. Yes, I know this. That's a fact, but that's okay. <laughs> but that song right there, I don't know, man. I like that song a lot. We'll see. We'll see how the listeners, you know, how they how they feel this week. Uh, but moving right along to number two, Dave. This is where this is where me and you gotta pull out the best of the best. <laughs> what was oh, that? Man, oh, man. I ain't turning off music. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. You in your back. <laughs> but um, this is this is Dave right here, where we have to, where me and you have to bring out the best of the best. We cannot fold on these next two. These have to be on point. So with that being said, it's my number two. feel like you can't have a top five love anything this is played at every single this is played at every single wedding it's not played at no graduation dude this is played at every single wedding just be say prom just be this was the 267 prom just be blessed I gotta say, I do kind of feel like if I was going to heaven simultaneously with my partner, I feel like that's, that's the piano. That's the piano that would be playing. Like if y'all died in a car accident. Or yeah, something like, like that. same time. <laughs> Me and my queen died at the same time in a tragic accident. Walking up to the pearly gates, that piano would be playing. That's crazy. Okay, sorry, I had to say that. But wait, side note: this was your prom song. Yeah. Y'all was, getting, y'all, y'all was getting married at prom or Get something? your girlfriend going. <laughs> Jesus. That's a little heavy handed for a prom song. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I would never find another lover sweeter than you, sweeter than you. This was your prom song? <laughs> I would never find another lover sweeter than you. I wasn't even that proud. <laughs> I was tight in my house. The person I asked didn't want to go with me. It's all right, dude. It's okay. I was tight listening to circus by Britney Spears. All eyes on me, listening to the ring just like a circus. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Close to me, you like my sister. Close to me, you like my brother. You are the only one, you're my everything. And for you, this 
the, 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 I don't even know what to say, man. This is an excellent, excellent song. You're sitting there with your eyes closed. You're probably imagining you and your lover right now <laughs> holding hands, floating into the abyss right now on your way to Mars with hard eyes behind, floating with you. You know what this song do to you, man. You know what this song does to people. This song is amazing. Casey and JoJo all my life. For your prom song, this was a freaky one, but nevertheless, this song is amazing. It's played at basically every wedding. That piano is majestic in the beginning. The way that guy comes in on the second and the chorus and starts to sing the the hook. Exorbitant. <laughs> I know I know when to when to hate and when to not hate. I know when to throw respect. All respect due. <laughs> All praises, dude. <laughs> song is immaculate. Look at they got they got suits on in their album cover. They came. This is business for them, this man. This is like everybody likes this song. Everybody loves this song, including whites. <laughs> this is just a, a universally beautiful song. <laughs> for so many reasons, it's, it's melody, the words, it's melodical, the piano, everything. Yeah, it's a perfect love song. All right. It's not just for shoes. Coming in at number two for me. Oh my God, you did that breathe thing again. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in at number two. Um, this actually has made an appearance in a different top five before. Actually, these final two have. You, but, um, you in your bag? <laughs> yeah, because because I, I know love. Love is me. Alright, I want it. Let's, is I. let's hear it. Let's hear but, it. But um this one, there's no denying the greatness that this song is deaf. And I don't have my volume up again. Yo. <laughs> I'm all waiting in anticipation. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in at number two for me. Brothers uh enough to make a hard rock smile. Oh, okay. To this day, boo, no frontin'. Even when the skies were great, you would rub me on my back and say, baby, it'll be okay. Now that's real to a brother like me, baby. Never ever give my cootie away and keep it tight, alright? And I'ma walk these doors so we can live in a fat ass crib with thousands of kids. Well, like, you don't need a ring to be my wife. Just be there for me and I'ma make sure we be living in the effing lap of luxury. I'm realizing that you didn't have to fuck with me, but you did. Now I'm going all out, kid, and I got mad love to give you, my nigga. Coming in at number two, it's the greatest hip hop love song of all time Method Man featuring Mary J. Blige. This is the Puff Daddy remix to. You're all I need to get by. I, this is this is the hardest round so far. This that song that song is in my top five, Dev, and I said this before. This is a hard song, up, but this is just the best hip hop love song 
it is for for being a hip hop song. Mm-hmm. It's it's got a really strong and beautiful meaning. Something really simple, but super effective. And that joint just vibes, dude. Like everybody who was listening to this, they was not in their head to it, whether they've heard it before or not. Or not. Everybody yeah. should have. Heard I that agree. Song before that beat, when that beat come in, it's like it's enough to make a hard rock smile, right? And then and then on top of that, like. The way that they were able to beautifully, like that song is beautifully put together. I would expect like a, a rapper to get on there and like actually fry that beat with like lyrics and and a flow, but to do a love song to that, genius, genius, genius. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Shorty, I'm there for you anytime you need me. For real, girl, is me in your world. Believe me. Now I will say some of the lyrics in there, from a hip hop standpoint, like. Nothing feel better uh, to a man than a woman. <laughs> Isn't that what he said? Nothing make a man feel better than a woman. <laughs> Queen with a crown that be down for whatever, dad. It's 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 an amazing song. It's, it's, it deserves to be there. This is the hardest round so far. If people are, you know, the, for the listeners and all that, they're going to have, the, I think this is going to be the toughest round because that's more of a hip hoppy love. All my life is more of like a, you know, traditional love song, but... That's that's the hardest round in my opinion. All right, what's your honorable mention before we get to number one? Um, I'm not even gonna um, I'm not even gonna say anything. I'm just gonna play for you like this. Mention is circus. Oh, you Circus is a banger. They that's on not tough. Oh my god. All praise be to God. Yo, that was the wackest <laughs> mix ever. That's not my honorable mention, but that's on tough though. No, you can't play another one. Yes, I can. I'm not putting Britney Spears as a love song. No, as a song that make me want to get up and, and dance. How do you dance to this song? It's circus for circus style. Circus style dance. You gotta put your head inside of a lion's mouth. It's like no, 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 no. This is for real. This is for real, though. This is my for real honorable mention. Um, uh, it's a, it's an oldie, y'all. It's an oldie. But um, I first heard this song. It was my uh, my aunt Rosie and my Theo Thomas. This was from what I remember from when I was told. This was like their wedding song. So. This came out like when you was born. Yeah, this was like a '95-ish, right? I think it came out I think right after Legends of the Hidden Temple came out They released this song (laughs) This is around that time 
This song is like six minutes long. Like it's a really long song, <laughs> and I don't know if I could. This song goes on forever. Yeah, like this song is amazing, and I love this song. But for the fact that it was my 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 Titi and Theo's wedding song, they would had to dance for six minutes. <laughs> That's tough. That's how long I dance. <laughs> like they had to be slow motion gyrating for six minutes straight. But it's just a longer song. That's why, honestly, that's why I didn't make my top five. But it's an amazing love song. If you listen through, the words are immaculate, untouched, perfect. This is a perfect love song. But the song is Always and Forever by Heat Wave. That's my honorable mention for my top five. What about you, Dave? Um, my honorable mention is a person. Jesus? It's, it's not a song. Put your I have up. I have to This was so tough for me To leave this person Out of my top five Put your volume up <laughs> And the only reason That I didn't Put this person In my top five With one of their songs Right Is because The the, the songs that I put I just know They're like Legendary status for me mm-hmm. And and in a way These are too So this is like Five A, B, and C Oh my gosh Cisco is my honorable mention. <laughs> the dragon himself. Bright lights, fancy restaurants, everything in this world that I make one. Got a bank account bigger than y'all should allow. Incomplete. Incomplete. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. This song, how about this? Your thunder <laughs> is that the name of the song? No, this is These Are the Times. That first song was Incomplete by yeah. Cisco. This, this is, is These Are the Times by by Drew Hill, his 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 band. Okay, but make no mistake, it was Cisco and the, and the Drew Hillians. <laughs> All right. Yeah. 
Dev, how about how about this classic? So you, this is unfair. You did a whole Drew Hilly and John. You just. Cisco. Now, now, Cisco, he Dad. He said Cisco, but he's playing Drew Hill. I should throw a red flag. You didn't notice you there. Then again, you didn't notice me. Go. Think about the beauty of that lyric. He's he's apologizing. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't notice you there. But then he's throwing himself. He's copping a plea immediately. Then again, you didn't notice me. So you said remain until the next time we speak. So he's saying we're gonna remain passerbys until the next time we speak. Dev. Cisco was so it was so challenging to leave that man out of my top five. But but whether it was songs from his solo career or it was his songs with Drew Hill, Cisco deserves recognition as one of the greatest love song artiste. Now now y'all, time. y'all heard him say Cisco and he and he goes to play Drew Hill. I don't think What's that's up? fair. We're not battling that. That's just an honorable mention. I'm just saying because some people will be like, yo, that honorable mention, like it was a tie and then when you said that honorable mention, I, I lean towards Dev, you. you play circus. Dave, that wasn't my honorable mention, man. Heatwave versus Cisco. Cisco wins. <laughs> I wanna punch you in the throat. Let's get it. Number right. one. Number one for me. Uh, this is my, oh my God, my personal favorite love song of all time. Uh, I literally, this song right here, this was the song that I first said, I wish, I wish I could sing so I can marinate my woman, future woman's ears with this, the love of this song. I'm, I'm just going to play for you like this, y'all. Let me stop playing with y'all right now. Let me, let me stop playing with y'all. Oh, 
<laughs> this song. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> I this is if if hey if you're a girl, maybe say you're a controller and you and you say, you know, I'm a I'm I like Dev a little bit. You know, maybe later on in my life or maybe he'll notice me or whatever the case may be. And you try to date this song going to be in the wedding. I don't care. Mark this down. Episode 26. You make me feel brand new by the stylistics. Come on, man. God blessed me with you. Because you make me feel brand new. This how much love you got to be that a, a, per, a girl makes you feel new. Like never before, like this is, this is you're coming out like this is a you're fresh, you're just you're brand new. Yo, this song, Dave, I don't and I got to thank you because, again, this is another song on my list that um, I heard you played it in the car one time. And I think it was the same session as when we when the La 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 song. Why were you in love at that point? I don't know. Maybe you were just getting with your girl, but you played both of these songs in the car at one time. And um Ever since I heard you make me feel brand new, it was just, it's been my favorite love song of you all time. Brand new? I just, I, 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 sometimes I listen to this song and put my right hand in the passenger seat like I'm holding somebody's hand because I'm waiting for somebody to be there. So when this, when I play this song, I can just, I can let them sing because my voice will ruin the moment. But I can let them sing and I can mouth the words out the side of my mouth because my eyes are on the road. But I can mouth it out the side of my mouth like, you mean <laughs> like this is the perfect song dude perfect love song i don't care what anybody tells me i'll i'll die on this hill you make me feel brand new by the stylistics dave best love song ever mm. best love song ever okay best love song ever <clears throat> you smaller best love song ever yeah if if it's your breath, I don't. I'm not breathing anymore. No, no, no. Okay, I'm, not, I'm not breathing hard. <laughs> Did you cook some toast? You really think that you about to fry me, Dave? This is smell burnt in here. Play your song, cause play your song. You ever been torched? <laughs> Coming in at number one for me is my victory lap.
guys. <laughs> Damn. He said, I only think about you on two occasions. That's day and night. Those are the only occasions. All the time. That Babyface is one of the best songwriters of all time. Okay. You want a love song written, you go to Babyface for it. And what is he The say? man has written countless classics. Like? Dev, listen to the lyrics to this. Because I don't even know if you understood it. Yeah, because the live version is kind of... He said, a summer love is beautiful, but it's not enough to satisfy emotions that are shared between us. A winter love is cozy, but I need so much more. It just intensifies my wants to have a love that endures. And then Babyface come in. Because every time I close my eyes, I think of you. (laughs) It don't matter what the season is. I still love you. With all my heart, I want to be with you wherever you are, Dad. Because I only think of you on two occasions. Only two. (laughs) Day and night. Got him. That's all the time. <laughs> you know what's funny? I know when you did this, I think two or three times already. This this uh this episode or this top five. But when you're losing, you start to read the lyrics because you want people to vote based off the lyrics of the song. Dev, the whole second verse, he talks about autumn and spring. <laughs> He's basically saying the whole year. You fried, Dev. You fried. You fried. You fried. Come on, man. Stop the stylistics, dude. The, the song is basically saying, "I think of, I love you all the time, day and night, summer, spring, fall, winter, Ramadan." <laughs> nah, dude. You make me feel brand new. Is better. The summer solstice. You make me feel brand new. Is better, Dev. I could go over. You make me feel brand new lyrics too, and I don't need to read them off my phone. They come right here off the top of my head. God bless you. You can make fun of his voice all you want. That was beautiful. You make me feel brand new. He didn't sound like a bratty kid. I can't see with this thing on. <laughs> nah, man. He, on, he, he, only he you sound like a bratty kid. Only man. you care when I needed a friend. Believed in me through thick and thin. This song is for you, filled with gratitude wow, and no, love. That's fat shaming. Thick and thin. <laughs> <laughs> that invalidation number one. <laughs> you look so confused. <laughs> Yo, that's the face you put on when I said that's fat shaming. Yeah, like, you what? were like, wait, what? <laughs> thick and thin. Like it's talking about thin people too. If that's your argument. <laughs> No, he was like, I, did, I, was, I wasn't really great with it when you was thick. Now you said I'm back. Like, you, you almost had us there in the first half, not going to lie. No, nah, dude. I, this, I like this top five. And I, this is I, a great top and five, I think, I think our controllers would love it, too. I think, you know, when you're listening to this, if you listen to it on Valentine's Day, if you listen to the day after, all, these, all ten of these songs right here you can play at any time in your life. You probably gonna get some buns, <laughs> just to be real. Or you you gonna you gonna have some fun later on that night, just to be safe with y'all. But man, that's a that's a great way to end our Valentine's Day episode, Dave, with a great top five. The point is, we want everybody to just spread love. This exactly. Is a, you know, hopefully Valentine's Day is great for everybody. If you don't got somebody you love in your life, if you're single, don't worry. <coughs> that time will come. <coughs> You know, hold the faith. Uh, but love yourself. If you don't got somebody else that you can spread love with, 
love yourself and also love don't always got to be romantic right there you can love your family mm-hmm. you can love your friends exactly you know that's you love your, the, your art your passion whatever it is that's my love Just right the now the most important thing is to is to spread love mm-hmm. live love live love laugh like the plaques in every white person's house <laughs> <laughs> like the, like the Jones in every uh independent woman's house <laughs> canvas painting live laugh love <laughs> um but no seriously like love is is so much more than just romantic love but romantic love is also a beautiful thing uh you want to give any shout outs to anybody who you love there who i love yeah shout out shout out some people you love um first and foremost um jesus <laughs> it's like nah i truthfully though um i love uh i love um my family you Mom, Pop, Davi, of course. I love all the controllers who listen in and, and uh, give us a reason to come back every week and and, and talk and, and joke around and have fun. So I love you guys for always listening in to my uh, to my good friends. Um, love you guys, too. You guys, like uh, like Dave said, you know, love your friends, love the people who are close to you, who uh, make you happy. So that's what it is, man. I, I love y'all. I love y'all so much. Dave, you? Who, who you want to give a shout-out to? I, and... And there's a special lady. Shout out to mom. Love you, mom. Shout out to Davi. Okay. I love you, Davi. Shout out to Pop. Love you, Dev. Right. You're a great guy. I wish you much success on Hinge and Bimble. Bumble. Uh, Bumble. Bumbles. And uh, I love my family. Love all of my family. Everybody, any family who's listening and any family who's not listening, but... That we're close with Love y'all And I want to give A special shout out To the lady in my life (laughs) My golden lady (laughs) Shout out to Roz Love you boo boo Love you boo boo Valentine's (laughs) Smell this down Oh my God! You better you, before Sunday and whenever you see Roz, you better get those teeth brushed, my friend. Yeah, my breath does not stink. Yo, you they rumble me right after. Your breath stinks on two occasions. You day just and messed night. up my moment. <laughs> Shut up! Shout out to my lady in my life, my golden lady Roz. You gonna lick her back? This one's for you. This, get ready to get your back licked. <laughs> so Roz, Dave said this one's for you. So. I guess this is what we're going to end it on right here. That was a good episode 26, man. It was. We're doing it. It was. We love Lose you guys. Control. We all about love. We of love course. everybody who listens, like Dev said. Yes. Follow us on Instagram at cruise underscore control pod. Mm-hmm. Follow Dev at Dev Foo, P-H-O-O. Yes. Follow me at Dave Cruz 267. If you don't got Instagram, find us on Facebook. My name is Dave Cruz. I'm the handsome looking boy with glasses on. Follow Dev. Dev Cruz, he's the phony baloney comedian standing on stage, single because he's single, so he's only up there by himself. Yeah, dang. I know that was mean, but I love you, <laughs> and you passionate. I'm very passionate, right? I'm glad you 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 took over. This is the first episode you took over and did the yeah, ending. Yeah, because you be nutty when you end. <laughs> you be talking about live, laugh, love, and all this stuff. Nah, but we gonna we want to end it off on a good song, uh, a great song for the for the lovebirds out there. This is the Matrimony Wale featuring Usher. We love you guys. Thank you for listening in. Enjoy your Valentine's Day. <laughs> getting engaged is like getting uh, is the first hill of the roller coaster. 
and you hear those click, the loud sound. It's really violent metal chunk, 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 and you go, what, what's going on here? You know, boy, this thing's really, really goes high. <laughs> <laughs> And then you go over the top. The wedding is at the top. You go over the top, is the wedding, and then you just scream it. <laughs> well, even if you make plans, you never think you're really ready for marriage. No, it's, it's like uh, any growth. You're not, you can't be ready for it because that's, it's growth. It's going to be new. It's going to be new. You're going to have a new life. You're going to be a new person. For forever. This is forever. If there's a question of my heart, you got it. It don't belong to anyone but you. If there's a question of my Pathetic, and I'm in my late 20s, still never been.